Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's Four Weeks to Wellness Lifestyle Launch. It's finally time to stop searching for solutions to get healthy and lose weight because a lifestyle launch is truly the last advice you'll ever need. You start your journey with a week of pre-challenge education and then dive into four weeks of detoxing your body with clean eating and eliminating foods that don't serve you. This pushes the reset button on your body so it's primed for incredible results. And then throughout the month, you will also learn the simple yet life-changing nutritional concepts that will shift everything you think you know about nutrition. And throughout your whole experience, you'll be supported, coached, and cared for with your own personal coach. Our team of coaches are just like you. They struggled and found this as the only solution that has worked for the long term. And they want to help you succeed too. You will likely be eating more than you ever did before, balancing the right nutrients at the right frequency to turn your body into a fat-burning machine with boosted metabolism, balanced blood sugar, increased energy, better sleep, reduced inflammation, improved gut health, less anxiety, and clearer skin, all in a solution that results in long-term success. The program isn't always open, so be sure to check out 4w2w.com for more info and when another group is launching. Well, hey, Diet Disruptors. Carrie here. Happy Monday. I love Mondays because I know that we have time to be able to hang out together and for hopefully you to know more about us, what we do, who, who, who we are, our hearts, all of that. And based on your comments and your feedback, I can know what you need and what you want. Oh my goodness. You gotta love when you're live because when your dog starts barking like crazy and nobody's home, to tell him to stop. So that's what's happening right now. So if, if you can hear my dog, tell me, I don't know. Oh my gosh. He must see something outside. (laughs) Tell me if you can see, see my dog. All right. So today we are going to dig into something that I hear people talk to me about all the time. And I want to reframe our, our language about, about something and reframe our thinking, because I think when we don't when we're not aware of some of our language, we can get caught up in a cyclone of, of things. One of the things that we teach at Disruptive Nutrition with our clients is around self-awareness. Now, we have a quote that we always talk about, self-consciousness is a disease, self-awareness is health. I love that so much. Put in the comments, 
self-awareness. I would love to be able to see who's here. And those of you that are listening, either where where we stream live on YouTube, on our Diet Disruptor Squad Facebook group, and our Disruptive Nutrition Facebook page. We also stream this into our podcast. So wherever you are, you can put comments down. So put in self-awareness. We know this is this is one of the things that I think is so important when we think about our journey around, yes, weight loss, but to be very honest with you, to, to, to really get to the place of where I think you all want to be, we need to be in a journey of getting to our optimal health. When you get to your optimal health, you'll get to your optimal weight. I know plenty of people who are skinny and very unhealthy. And as somebody that had an eating disorder, my definition of success was that weight on the scale. And if I was skinny enough, that's when I knew something was quote unquote working, right? I had such little self-awareness about what my body actually needed, what my body was saying to me and how, what I wanted out of life. I was living my life like my size my weight on the scale, my food intake or lack thereof defined my value and my worth. And if I really was asked, Carrie, why do you feel like you have to be a certain size? Why do you feel like you have to be a certain weight? I don't know that I would have had an answer for that. It sounds right in my head, but then saying it out loud is really different. That's where self-awareness comes in. So I used to be an educator, special educator, a behavior specialist. And I used to study a lot about our brain, how it worked, our behaviors, and how to change behaviors. I used to work with students. My, my forte was middle school. Eventually it became kind of all age levels and then it really worked into training teachers and school administrators onto how to support their kids effectively. But what we know about the brain so much is around the concept of uh, self-awareness. Um, and if you've ever said, oh gosh, that sounds different when I say this out loud. If that's ever been your kind of thing, you know that what going, goes on in our brain and then what comes out of our mouths don't always match up. If you've ever had a dream, type dream, if you can think of a dream that you remember. And in your head, you wake up and you have that dream and you're like, yeah, okay. Oh my gosh. And, and you're, you're playing it around in your mind and it kind of makes sense. It's a little blurry maybe, but it makes sense. And then you tell somebody about it. You tell your spouse, you tell your partner, whomever it is. And you're like, wait, no, that didn't happen. That didn't make sense. You, you can't get it into the sequence of where it looks visually in your brain. Am I right? Does that make sense? Tell me if like you're, if you're resonating with that. And so what we think, what we talk about, what we, what we have in our brain isn't always the same as reality, but yet some of the thoughts and the reactions and the rationalization that we have when it lays in our brain feels like truth. I actually was just having a coaching call with somebody the other day who said, I can't wake up in the morning. I can't wake up early enough in the morning right? And, and she actually said, she goes, wow, that sounds like really a fixed mindset, doesn't it? 
we talk about fixed mindset and growth mindset and all of that. I said, it really does. What if we change it to, I won't wake up in the morning. She's like, I won't wake up, wake up early in the morning. She's like, wow, that sounds really bad too. But it's for years made sense in her head. I'm just not a morning person. She, but she didn't even like consciously say it. It just was a truth that sat there. And so our, I, I call it truthiness, the truthiness of what we think, you know, is right and true and, and there. And then what is actually true and right in there. We talk to women all the time. I, I, our coaches, when we have capacity, we'll open up our calendar to talk to women about what we do, about what we teach, answer questions. But very often these women that talk about all of the things that they have done, all of the diets, all of the attempts at getting skinny or losing weight, when we start to talk to them about their why, about what they've done, about why they've done it, about what quote unquote, their definition of when something works means it changes everything. It's amazing the messages we got, whether they join our program or not, of that was one of the most insightful conversations I've ever had. So if you haven't ever done a call with one of our coaches to learn more about what we do, we it is just that call can be transformational as it has been for so many. So because a lot of this is saying the stuff out loud matters and makes a really big difference. Let me give you a little bit of that brain science, if you will. So the stuff that like lives in our head, right? The stuff that kind of we believe. And if, if we say something out loud and it sounds different, it's because when it's sitting there in our head, when we don't say it out loud and it's just kind of like, I think about a swimming pool and where you're just sort of floating around, right? And you kind of defy gravity when you're in a swimming pool. That's kind of what those thoughts are doing. And they kind of make sense and they're not linear and they're not really solution driven. It lives on the right side of our brains, okay? And then when we actually say it out loud and we say, wow, that sounds different. I want you to think about a good uh, therapist, counselor, life coach, a lot of the times they're not even giving you the solutions. They're asking you questions. You're answering them. You're talking about it. And all of a sudden you're coming up with solutions. That's because within those moments, you are becoming more and more aware of what your thinking is. It's moving to the left side of your brain. That left side of your brain has heightened awareness. It's more of your problem solving, solution driven side. Type in the word left just so that I know that you're with me, just so that I know that you're listening. So when we think about self-awareness and we don't actually take the opportunity to be able to out loud in one way, shape, or form, recognize what's going on as our head as truthiness may not actually be serving us, it's transformational. When we say something out loud, when we write it down, when we actually verbalize, it takes that path over to the left side. And that left side truly allows us to be more aware of what we're doing. Now, awareness is one thing. Being aware of what we're doing is one thing. I have a lot of heightened awareness. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm changing what I'm doing. But if you actually dig into some of the race relation issues that we've had over the past, I mean, over decades and decades and decades and hundreds of years in our country. But when we really think about the awareness 
of what it means to be white in our country versus what it means to be a person of color in our country, that people will all say is the first step, being aware of certain things that because of my color of my skin, I don't experience, right? And that first step of awareness allows you to kind of take a look differently at things. It doesn't necessarily mean you do anything yet with that. I, I say the same kind of thing, and this is a much lighter analogy in every single way, but if a good way to think about this is if you're thinking about buying a car. My 17-year-old bought a car when she got her license and she saved up and she wanted a Subaru Crosstrek. And it was amazing because I suddenly saw Subaru Crosstreks everywhere. Did it mean because Grace wanted a Subaru Crosstrek, there were suddenly that many more Subaru Crosstreks around? No. I was more aware of that car and they kind of came out of the woodwork. Okay. So awareness is a really big piece of what we teach at disruptive nutrition, because if you aren't aware of your triggers, if you aren't aware of the types of behaviors that you do subconsciously, then you won't ever change them because you don't even know they're there or they're sabotaging you. Right. Does that make sense? Tell me if I'm like speaking and you guys are getting it. Okay. Uh, so the topic of what I want to talk about today, now we could take this into a million different directions, but the thing that we're hearing, and I, I mean, I've been working with women for so many years and hearing about what they've been saying is how they've done so many different diets, so many different things, and they worked for a while and then they did it, right? And they'll say that over and over again, and they'll say it out loud. There's an awareness, the diet didn't work or I failed the diet, right? And that because it sits in our right side of the brain, then we say it and it goes to our left side of the brain. It's true. It didn't change, right? Like there might be a lot else that goes on in the right side of the brain, but it's really easy to be like, I've tried every single thing out there and it, 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 none of it's working. So what I want you to be really aware of today is that word, whether it works and really redefining what works means. And I think if you have this heightened awareness of this, you're going to be much more aware of your own language and your own truth around certain things. Because I get constantly, how do I know this is going to work, right? And we compare everything we've done before with what we teach at Disruptive Nutrition and want to know, how do we know it's going to work this time because nothing else worked? My question for you is, what does your definition of working mean? I don't know that we have it. I don't know that you are all walking into a nutritional approach, walking into a new diet with what is my measure of success? How will I know that this is working? When we ask that question to women, like how do I, if they say to us, how do we know that what you teach is going to work? I always say, what is your definition of working? That's the question I'm going to ask you. What is your definition of a nutritional approach working? I would love for you to put that in the comments because here's what I keep hearing and seeing. And again, it's just about the awareness of this. And that's going to trigger a lot more of, of, of an ability to start doing something. Your left side of your brain is solution driven. But if it gets, if, if this has just been our truth for so long, it's really hard to figure out what your next steps are. If you really believe you have done everything and nothing has worked, 
then that's going to be your truth. And it's going to be really hard to walk you away from that truth. But if I reframe this a little bit and say, everything that you have tried, let's look at that. What's the commonality around that, right? For almost everybody, it's deprivation. I have deprived myself. The only time I hear women talking to me about something that quote unquote worked, seemed to work better than other things was when they were fueling themselves. Now it wasn't always on point. I have never, well, I will say once other than one person, have I ever, ever in all of the years I've done this and the thousands of women that I've come across had anybody actually do what we teach and, 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 and do it right and well. They, they thought they've done everything else. The one person, Donna, who has, she was on our podcast actually a little while ago. She had, she had worked with Mark McDonald. Mark McDonald is the, the nutritionist who really um, honed in on the approach of how we balance our blood sugar in a way that's super simple, sustainable, and satisfying. And Mark for the last 25 years has tested and perfected this. And we know what this does for every single body, right? But what, and so Donna actually had worked with Mark years ago and it was the only thing in her mind that worked. But what she didn't realize after she quote unquote fell off the wagon and then started trying other things and then realizing nothing was quite working like when she worked with Mark, when she found us and I was doing a podcast series with Mark and she realized, Oh, this woman here, Carrie, she digs into mindset and behavioral change. And that's what Donna really needed. So she's now able to do this forever because she now changed her thinking, her awareness, replacement behaviors. So she was the only person that I've ever worked with that has done this in a way that I trusted was right and didn't see success, but didn't see success because she didn't stick with it because she didn't have the tools to do it at the time. So going back to what works, I want everybody to realize that if you are looking for weight loss, solely weight loss, not looking for health, the younger you are, the more a diet will quote unquote work. You have a fast metabolism. Your collagen is hydrated, which means your cellular movement is fluid. Your blood flow is fast, which means your body can absorb nutrients. It can flush out toxins. As you get older, that's naturally slowing down. But also with every diet you do, it's going to slow down your body more and more. So by the time you are now 45 and you've been on your fifth diet, sixth diet, 10th diet, whatever it is, your set point is completely different. And you're starting from a whole new starting line, right? You are way, way, way behind the pack. So you keep going into what worked. What is what working mean? And if you are solely focused on weight loss, you're going to go at it the wrong way because you could literally not eat and you're going to lose weight. Yes, but that will only be for so long because your body is going to slow down so much. And how long can you just not eat for? So when you do eat, you're going to gain the weight back. So did the diet that you didn't eat on work? I, it de depends what your definition of working means. It worked because it worked exactly the way all diets are designed to work. 
to give you a little bit of weight loss so that you think it's working, so that you think, yes, oh my gosh, I got this. But the minute you deviate, your body should be getting healthier. So if you have a healthy body, your body can handle some of those things that you're throwing at it that are not perfect. But if your body is not getting healthier, the minute you deviate, boom, it's got to adjust. It's going to hold on to any nutrients that you feed it. Remember, your body at a deficit is actually raising its stress levels. The more you raise its stress levels, the more you become unhealthy. Cortisol spikes your blood sugar. And at the end of the day, when your body's not getting the nutrients it needs, it can't fight off the things it needs to fight off. So I'm going to say to you, and I want you to be super aware of the word works. The diet worked. It just wasn't a plan that you could do forever. It wasn't a plan you could do with your kids. And it wasn't a plan that was based in science to help your body thrive. It was based in science, all right, but not to help your body thrive. The three questions we always ask, one, is it based in science? so your body can thrive, so that it gets better over time. Two, would you let your kids do it? Three, can you do it for the rest of your life? Your body has a muscle memory. It's got like PTSD. Now your body is amazing and resilient and it will be able to replenish itself. It will be able to, you will be able to undo some of the damage, but it depends how long you have been doing it for how much of a renovation you really need because your body has PTSD. How you have lost the weight has to be how you maintain it. Otherwise, your body does not know how to continue to do the thing that you want it to do, lose weight, while you have now changed the rules, adding food, right? You have to be able to get the results that you want while doing the thing that you can do forever. The diets have worked but you need to change what your definition of working is. That to me does not work for me. What works for me is a solution that I never feel deprived, that gets me healthier, that gets me stronger, that at closer to 50, I'm actually healthier, stronger, leaner than I was when I was closer to 40. That's what works. Something that I can make sure that my kids know how to do so I can change their family traits so they don't end up with the same complexes around food that I have so that their grandchildren have what they need at a very young age. That is working. So that I don't put myself at risk for the metabolic diseases that almost nine out of 10 people in this country have that all stem from an imbalance in blood sugar, all of them that actually cause diabetes, heart conditions, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. You go on a diet and you solely look at weight loss as working, you don't even realize that you are putting yourself more at risk for those metabolic diseases. And that to me is not working. So this whole podcast today is around you being aware of your thinking and start to say stuff out loud, but then question it. I know that we're saying working is one thing and how is this different? How do I know this is going to work? Then I want you to take it one step further and take that level of awareness to a whole nother place and say, what is my definition of working mean? How will I know that I'm on the right path? Will you have met your goals and then you just drop off? No, 
you meet your goals and then you keep going and you keep going and you keep going. There is literally no end in sight. This is the marriage that will last forever as opposed to dating that guy that you knew wasn't any good for you and you married him anyway. I know a lot of my friends who are now divorced that said, I knew, I knew walking into it, I was going to be able to do it forever. And there was this fear, right? About not following through. We don't have time for that anymore. We need, our bodies need, we deserve, we have too much value in this earth to do something that we A, cannot do forever, B, is not going to actually work in the definition that we need it to, and C, does not allow us to actually do the things that we are meant to do. And all of the years that I have obsessed about my body and food, I think about all the time wasted that I could have been doing the things that I should have been doing. So I want that level of self-awareness to be there. What are the things that you're thinking? Say them out loud. Even if you're by yourself, what does it sound like when you say it out loud? And then analyze that. And am I sitting in a place where I can thrive or I'm deprived? And you can be deprived emotionally, mentally, and in your body. And if you aren't thriving in those areas, you can be. That is what we talk about at Disruptive Nutrition, not just how to eat. Yes, it is the foundation. Yes, it triggers so many other pieces of success, but also an awareness of who we are, what we're thinking, is, if it is or isn't serving us, and then being able to come up with solutions because we know how to deal with those thoughts. That level of self-awareness changes everything. It's only the first step, but without it, long-term success is not possible. So I hope that this was helpful. I'd love to get your feedback. Please put in the comments what you're thinking, what you're taking away, how this is helping you. And keep in mind that conversation with one of my coaches could be the trigger that changes everything for you to be able to live the life of purpose that you know you were meant to live, to say out loud the things that have been sitting in your heart and in your head for what, 10, 20, 30, 40 years about you, your relationship with food, who you are, why. You want something different? We're going to listen and we're going to be there. So I'll put a link in so you guys can set up a time to talk with one of our coaches and at least start that path of self-awareness so that transformation is ready for you whenever you are. Thanks, guys. Have an awesome week.